Cave Sports, welcome back. We are done with week one. It was a great week one of football. We are back with our panel. We have too legit to quit Naro. Zach, feel the burn. And I'm going to give Francis a new nickname every week. Today we're going with Fortune Forecaster Francis. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, baby. There you go. So we got a lot to talk about. We're going to run it down. So obviously week one, the biggest news is Aaron Rodgers. Um, you know, no one expected that. All the hype from Hard Knocks, you know, thinking that this is going to be the team to beat. Easy Super Bowl win. Who knows? But let's talk about it. Naro, uh, I wanted to get your insight. What, what you think is going to happen with the with the Jets here? I think if I'm Zach Wilson, I'm I'm going to take this opportunity because it seemed like he was ready for the bench, and now he's like, oh shit, I'm starting this year. I mean, you gotta. So let me just real quick. Let's just go over some some statistics real quick, right? Okay. Um, one attempted pass, uh, one sack. Uh, rating 39.6, quarterback rating at 2.6. That's just Aaron Rodgers' dance for yesterday. Um, anyway, so. <laughs> cold blooded. <laughs> I mean, that's his highlight right here. So, um, ah, God, it, I mean, it kind of sucks for the Jets. They went out and did all of this to, to build a build a team around Rodgers, and then he goes ahead and snaps that Achilles right right to start the game. This is what I was thinking this entire time as this happened to Rodgers. This is a Roethlisberger tears his elbow, right? I a lot of people are speculating. Hey, is is Rodgers going to be retiring? I don't see that happening, but I see it coming to an end very soon. If I'm Zach Wilson, I take this entire year to do everything I can to show out. Last year, you kind of you know poop the bed a little bit. Um, this year could be the year. He has one of the, a Hall of Fame quarterback. Where some people argue one top two, top three, top five of all time mm-hmm. um, on his shoulder. So if I'm Wilson, I'm taking this year to show out because that is someone that can sit there and give me advice throughout the whole year. I say right. Aaron Rodgers comes back next year. He's got maybe two, three seasons left, just like Ben did. While they're trying to get another quarterback in here to kind of you know replace, that's that's what I'm seeing. Right. So I think that they're still pretty much in this season. I think we can all agree on that. That defense is still pretty pretty fucking good. And you know, if anything, Zach Wilson can finally show that what he learned from Aaron Rodgers because we saw that mentorship in Hard Knocks and how he was really just being a sponge and soaking it all up. So Zach, I want to see. On the other side of, yes, everyone's going to be so caught up where Aaron Rodgers is gone. Is, do you think their season is over? The Jets? Uh, no. Yeah. I think that their Super Bowl aspirations are over. Um, mm-hmm. I think they will make some noise. I think they'll end up making the playoffs. because um, I think Zach Wilson will do just enough. And then getting Brees Hall healthy, Brees Hall looked great. The rest of the team looked great. Coming back and responding from that injury to win that game against a division rival at home in the largest viewed Monday Night Football game, that speaks volumes, to be honest. And, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, shout out to the Jets. Like, lost in the shuffle was that they won that game. Um, that 
you know, we can't overlook that, you know, just because Aaron Rodgers went down uh, right. and probably has the like most impactful injury in all of sports. So, uh, right. yeah, I think they're still a playoff team, but Super Bowl contender, I think that's out the window. Okay. Um, now, obviously, I want to go with Francis. He's our he's pretty much the cave sports pick guy over here. So, oh, with Aaron Rodgers out, do you feel like there's going to be a lot of underdog opportunities now for the Jets, or is it going uh, to be more of the same? Yeah, I do want to point out first all the future betters. I I want to say a prayer for anybody uh, who bet on a Super Bowl future on <laughs> the Jets. Um, I mean, the the odds on them they're one of the favorites they started it off off the season i think i was checking the lines they were like plus 800 uh before the season started so they're up there with like the eagles the chiefs the niners like the bengals there so a lot of hype around them um because their defense says speaks volumes and you add a quarterback which they needed they're going to be up there and the swing went from that to plus 2000 so that turnaround wow. is comparable to um, the Patriots 2008 season when uh, Tom Brady went down game one with the ACL tear. I think they were like plus 600 to win it all. Went automatically to like plus 3,000 or something like that. So with that being said, I do believe they will be uh, in a lot of underdog situations. I, I will, We'll get to that when we get to the picks. Uh, I, I'm right. picking them this week. But you might see them in a couple, uh, depending on the matchups, they, they're they going to be the underdog. So I do like them depending on how large the spread is. I will be studying the Jets uh, in particular because I think uh, the odds makers in Vegas, they might be, depending on how the Jets do, right? The, this next game, um, the line is like minus, uh, I mean, minus nine in favor of the Cowboys. But I think that with the Jets defense, uh it can keep them in close games, so it just depends on on what the line is. But but yeah, a lot of underdog situations, especially in the AFC East, when they play play the uh, the Dolphins. Um, I I'm not sure. I forget what their schedule exactly is like, but for sure Dolphins. And when they play the Bills at in uh, in Buffalo, they're going to be an underdog for sure. So got it. Yeah, we'll take a look at that. Well. Like you heard from Francis, he said, hopefully you didn't bet the whole farm on a Super Bowl win for the Jets. But if you did, stick around because we're going to go over some picks to help you maybe recuperate whatever you put on that. But Mm -hmm. speaking of the Dolphins, we had a great game. Aside from the drama and the the downer of Aaron Rodgers' injury, um, there was a lot of excitement for week one. And one of them was my personal favorite for the week is the Dolphins-Chargers matchup. It was a shootout. It came down to the wire, gunslinging all over the field. It was great. I mean, it was you. You. Everyone's obviously talking about Tyreek, and no one's really. I feel like no one's really talking about Jalen Waddle. So, Zach, I know you. You like to talk about your Chargers, so I'm going to pick you on this one. Is there anything that you saw maybe that? Did you see this coming? Because for a lot of people, it seemed like Chargers supposed to take this home, but Dolphins came in and stole the show. Yeah, so this was kind of, uh, you know, what I expected to happen last year uh, mm-hmm. when they met up in Sunday Night Football. Um, that ended mm-hmm. up being a, a blowout win for the for the Chargers uh, defensive clinic um, for them as well. But I think, you know, Tua was, was kind of banged up and, you know, right. it was later in the season, you know, the teams weren't fresh. Uh, this was a worry that I had, but um, with both, with 
you know, for that being said about them being banged up, the Chargers were also banged up. They didn't have JC Jackson last year. Um, and, uh, you know, this this game, uh, it's, it's, it's a shame that this wasn't Sunday Night Football again because this one deserved the spotlight of being primetime. Um, just absolute slugfest between two high-powered offenses. Um, you really saw Kellen Moore um, getting his bag, especially in the running game with this uh, Chargers offense. Um, and, you know, they matched punch for punch with the Dolphins hung with them, uh, which is not something that you could have said the last couple of years when Lombardi was the OC. And, you know, they would they kind of have to rely on their defense to make a play to generate the offense. But um, all that being said, man, this Miami offense is special. Um, when you have a guy like Tyreek Hill and a quarterback like Tua who can make those throws, like the anticipation that he had for Tua, I mean, for Tyreek to get open um, was incredible. He was making the throws that he wasn't able to make last year. Uh, you could tell that the rest in the offseason paid dividends for him another year in McDaniel's offense. And, um, you know, I think Waddle was a little banged up. He didn't make uh, that big of an impact in this game. He had a couple cl- uh, a couple catches. I think Berrios actually might have had a better game than Waddle mm-hmm. when you look at the conversions. I think Waddle had about 78 down. yards. Um, mm-hmm. Did he? He had like four yeah. catches, right? So he got yeah. some open yep. spaces. The same thing. They were able to to take advantage of the man-to-man coverage that Staley was throwing at him. Um, I think I saw something like Tyreek had 140 yards receiving and two touchdowns uh, against man-to-man in that game. Um, you know, that J.C. Jackson penalty at the end of the first half, uh, it gifted the Dolphins with three points going into halftime, and the Chargers lost by two. So uh, that was a big... Uh, a, a big swing of momentum in that game that was felt throughout the stadium. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, his uh, JC Jackson had an interception later in the game and he ran it out and got, ta- got went out of bounds at the five yard line, um, kind of threw off the uh, field position battle that the chargers were winning at the time. Um, but yeah, man, this game was incredible. This is one of the, one of the better week one games you could have asked for the excitement um, in the place was, was electric, no pun intended. Um, really got to see Kellen Moore shine offensively, and now it's just on Staley and, and his his defense to to tighten it up because this offense is Super Bowl caliber, in my opinion. The defense needs to pick it up, Definitely. and with the Dolphins mm-hmm. too, like you know, they need to pick up the running game defense because they they had some holes, uh, and Eckler and Josh Kelly took advantage of it all game. So hell of a game, though. All right, so Naro and Francis, I want to ask you guys. Do you think the the Dolphins are for real now? Because there's a lot of expectations last season. Obviously, we know what happened to Tua, not being able to stay healthy and whatnot. Now they come in game one, put up a game like this. Do you guys believe this is what we were expecting last season, or was this just something that is going to be hot and cold all season? Um, I was. I'll be upfront with you. I was not expecting this last season. Mm-hmm. Um, I. I I'm one of those people who just didn't believe in Tua. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't think that he had it in him. This game was obviously um, uh, showed differently. So Tua, Tua took up my throw a lot, apparently. So um, <laughs> he's uh, some crazy offense that I would love to see continue to roll. Um, I think they're a legit team. I think that the offense has now had time to gel with each other and kind of make things fit correctly um and that, listen that was two is like that was the third most yards ever in a week one throwing or um 
uh, quarterback in I think uh, Tyreek was the second most yards out of a week one showing. So I mean that that offense is scary. Now they do need to they, with this game. You could tell that the offenses on both sides were really strong. Mm-hmm. You can also tell that the defenses had a little lackluster that they needed to figure out. The Chargers have had issues with the defense for a little bit. Um, you know, the Dolphins have been in and out with their defense. Um, so if they can figure out how to, especially Dolphins, kind of figure out how they get to get that one game under control. If they can get that one game under control, I think that the Dolphins have a shot to go deep in the playoffs. I don't see them making the Super Bowl. It's possible, but I don't have them in more contentions, but I could see them at least getting to the second week of the playoffs and putting up a good fight to whoever they're, they're working with. This is, the, this is a good team now. I'm excited for Dolphins fans to finally have some Super Bowl because they've, they've had a tough 2000s, I'll tell you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm with Naro, too. Like, before, uh, just real quick, uh, I didn't think the Dolphins would be this good last year. I, I, with Tyreek Hill even going, I didn't really think Tua was going to do much, but he proved a lot of people wrong. So everything now is, is beyond my expectations. Uh, I do think they're for real. I, I don't know if they can contend with uh, some of the more higher octane defenses that can be more a little more stout and pressure up a little bit more. But, yeah, we'll see. I mean, it was only week one, but it's a real snippet of what they're capable of. So... Yeah, it's going to be good. All right. I definitely think that this week can uh, – sorry. I definitely think this week for both of these teams, the matchups that they have in week two, I think that they could be really um, crucial in applying more context to what we think these teams can be. Uh, Miami's – I think they're going to New England to play. Well, they're playing New England, and New England has a pretty stout defense. Definitely a little bit yeah. – um, yeah. Mm-hmm. A little bit more stouter than what the Chargers have shown um, in the last few games. And on the flip side, the Chargers get to go to Tennessee and see if they can take advantage of, of a team that looks like they're kind of reeling this year and, mm-hmm. um, you know, are, might have a tough year over there um, in uh, Tennessee uh, as they're going through some changes, it seems like. But, uh, yeah, I, th- I think we can – we're going to learn a lot about both these teams and, and our, our – uh, you know our areas of concern that we have for them right now because like i said those offenses on both sides super bowl caliber for sure defenses mm-hmm. if they can tighten it up they're going to be contenders and when you have the jets that might have just fallen out of content opens up a space you know for maybe one of these teams and hopefully these guys are are uh licking their lips now and thinking they have yeah. a, a slighter chance to uh to make the playoffs and make a run mm-hmm, mm-hmm. definitely so next, uh, we got the Browns and the Bengals. Uh, little Ohio matchup, Cleveland versus Cincinnati. Uh, I really thought, the, I didn't know, I didn't think the Bengals, I mean, the Browns were going to win this game. I know they're going to keep it close. I thought they were going to keep it close. Uh, but, you know, it was proven otherwise. Uh, Nara, what did you, you think about this game? Being an AFC North guy, mm-hmm. of Steelers all day, every day. I <laughs> nothing coming from the Browns. I'll be honest with you. The Browns flop all the time. So yeah. I didn't see the Browns doing anything. This was a big shocker to me. Um, I don't know if this was because the Bengals fell on their faces or if the Browns really got a squad. Like, I don't know. 
what's going on here, but the whole AFC North is looking a little uncomfortable right now. Mm-hmm. Not happy about it. Kind of <laughs> party territory for me. Yeah. Um, but I listen, it's a really good game. Battle of Ohio one uh, of of two this season. Um, I don't think that this is going to hurt the Bengals much. I think that the Bengals, I mean, Bengals lost last year to the Steelers in week one. Um, So I don't think that this is going to hurt them much. I don't know if this means that the Browns are a good team. It's hard to tell week one. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Listen, divisional games, as everybody knows, are are different stories. Um, So we'll kind of see. The Browns got to deal with the Steelers next week, another divisional game. So... Um, I, I really it's hard it's hard for me to say anything but <laughs> no for sure man I mean I I feel like yeah, to your point uh, the Bengals are just a little shaky I, I think bro was uh, injured during uh, training camp he didn't probably get a lot of reps in uh, so I think that has something to do with it uh, I have T Higgins in one of my fantasy leagues he drew eight targets you got a fucking donut. So when I see that, I just and I was watching some of the clips of the game. Uh, I think well, Cleveland played really good defense. I'm not knocking Cleveland's defense, but there's a couple plays where uh, T. Higgins and Joe Burrow were just a little off uh, on the routes. The timing is not there quite. Uh, so that's something to take note of. Uh, I do agree with you, Nara. I don't think this hurts the Bengals' chances. I think they're still you know a top one of the top five teams in the AFC. Um, so. We'll keep no. it. We'll keep it simple. But but yeah, Deshaun Watson is back. So <laughs> he looked that good. Was he looked good. Of his his early Texans. Yeah, yeah. That, that's wild. Yeah. Um. Here's here's my question, Zach. I want to see if, if you got some insight on this. There was a lot of speculation on on Burrow coming back week one, um, or Jamar Chase's comment. Hey, I'd rather him you know, sit for a couple of weeks and come back healthy week four or five. Um. Do you think that this effect Burrow affected any of this, or do you think it was just a, a, a whole team effort? Uh, it felt like a whole uh, like offensive effort. To be honest with you, um, they just struggled. Period. You know, Cleveland came to play. Cleveland came to play spoilers in this game. Um, I don't. I don't think you can really sit your quarterback. I mean, I know it's week one, but it's a divisional game. And you want to win those no matter what. You know what I'm saying? So um, I, I see what Jamar was getting at, but these are the games that you have to win because they play, uh, you know, a big part in the season down the road too. So, um, nah, but in, in terms of whose fault it was, it's just one of those games that you just you, you just show up and, and you can't, um, you know, you just, you just don't have it that day and you're playing against a team that wants it more than you and, you just got to make the adjustment and make sure it doesn't happen again to where you're the team that wants it more like they usually do because this was a very uncharacteristic Bengals loss. Um, they got dominated. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mm-hmm. you just flush it and you, 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 well, you learn from it first and you flush it and then you get back on, uh, on track next week. All right. Sorry, I had some technical difficulties, but I'm back in it and you can see right here. <laughs> Look at that hit. You know, I think that's just how repre- that what represents exactly what Burrow is going through that whole fucking game. It was a shocker for me mm. to see that, you know, but 
Um, but, you know, a lot of people talk about Deshaun Watson, but in my opinion, he didn't do all that great either. It's just, you know, it was, it was, a, it was a great game to see the Browns win, but it's not like his stats were any, any great. But moving on, we have the Cowboys and the Giants now. We didn't expect this to be a shutout in our our cave member CD's nuts mm-hmm. on the fantasy football league. I know he's happy. I gave him his first loss, so he's kind of he could still be happy because his Cowboys won. But now I want to ask you guys in here: Is this finally the Cowboys' year, or is it just another fluke? Hell no! <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I mean. <laughs> From the last segment, Naro is talking about AFC North. This is the NFC East. I'm mm-hmm. an Eagles fan all day. Right, um, of course. I, I'm not. I'm not. Sh- I'm not saying that Cowboys suck. They they made some a lot of improvements on their defense, especially their secondary. Uh, I think they added Stephon Gilmore from the Colts, so that's going to put a lot of pressure on on quarterbacks. Um, but I I don't know. The Giants just never. Their defense is alright, but. This one in this game obviously it wasn't all right. It was terrible, and then Danny Dimes couldn't couldn't do shit. Um, <laughs> I know Zach picked the Giants win NFC East, so I don't think based on this game, I don't think that's a good pick anymore. <laughs> but I've seen crazy I think we things all can happen our picks. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, but I mean, the Cowboys are going to be the Cowboys. I, f- I feel like until. I think um, Zach, when we did the Week One preview, until you can prove your, you prove it, then you're going to be the same. So, like the Chiefs, and I don't think anyone's taking down the Chiefs in the AFC West until someone can prove it. I don't think the Cowboys can. We can talk much about the Cowboys until they make at least the NFC Conference Championship. So, take that forty, you know, win, Cowboy fans. But I still think y'all not gonna do shit this year. <laughs> I, I mean, realistically, if you look at what happened, it wasn't like they did too much. Like it was really. Listen, congratulations on a great win, but it was their defense who did most of the work. Yeah, um, Dak only had what 142 passing yards zero throwing touchdowns mm-hmm. like Pollard and and company did most of the work there mm-hmm. on offense so i think that we're, you got the cowboys beating up on a, a struggling giants defense mm-hmm. um and they're again exactly like uh francis said we gotta, we gotta they gotta prove something they gotta mm-hmm. let's, let's be realistic every year we hear the cowboys like this is what about you zach what do you think so not to be contrarian or anything but uh i was actually pretty impressed by the cowboys effort um in this game i know it was just week one but they mm-hmm. were uh firing on on the cylinders that I didn't think they were going to. Um, special teams and uh, defense looked stout for sure. Uh, offense, we didn't see enough of, but because the, the other two sides of the ball or the other two components of the of the team were showing out. So mm-hmm. um, I'm not, you know, gonna take the Dax performance against them and and slide them for it. Um, however, we didn't see the offense, so we really don't know exactly what how good or bad that they are. Um, 
but yes, uh, to to piggyback on our picks last year, my Super Bowl champion uh, lost, and uh, <laughs> I think my AFC East champion lost. Um, my my NFC East champion lost. So yeah, you know those, those futures uh, not looking so bright. But hey, it's only week one, right? We got yeah, seventeen right? more weeks to do this, and it's going to exactly. be fun. So exactly. Uh, but the Cowboys did impress me, um, but not enough to to think differently about where they're going to finish at the end of the season. Right, and I share that sentiment too. I mean, as much as we like to rag on the Cowboys, I'll give credit where it's due. They they played a hell of a game and. Hopefully this is something we could see more of from them and their fans can actually be happy about it, but we'll see about it, right? They always do this week one, though. Exactly, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> but, but other than that, aside from that, there's plenty of other games. I just wanted to run down the results with you guys. Um, Zach, do you have those on you that you want to run through? Any Any games you wanted to point out? Uh, there were quite a few games that were taking place uh, throughout the week or throughout the throughout Sunday that mm-hmm. I was shocked at who was winning at the time. Uh, right. Uh, I think, think we had had, had um had the win week one. Uh, Packers throttled the Bears. Everyone was all about the Bears. Mm-hmm, Packers mm-hmm. throttled them. Um, Raiders Broncos was a close, ugly game, like it always is. Uh, but uh, you know, just to spotlight one game in particular, mm-hmm. where I feel like um, you really got to see excellence at its at its peak in Week One. Um, all three sides of the ball clicking: offense looking terrific, defense looking terrific, special teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the um, the San Francisco 49ers going to Pittsburgh. And just absolutely <laughs> laying it down um, was super impressive. Uh, only favored by two. A little disrespectful that they were only favored yeah. by two. And they're like, no, no, no. We're going to win by uh, 23. <laughs> so um, I think that was my personal most impressive performance. Um, all gimmick aside, though, and I know Naro being a Steelers fan and obviously me being a Niners fan. But like all that aside, um, I did not see that coming, to be honest with you. I was a little worried going into Pittsburgh. Uh, uh, to be honest, um, it, so to to follow that score and see Brandon Ayuk, who I think I left on my bench in a couple of weeks, go off, and then um, there was one play. I think it was the Christian McCaffrey touchdown. Um, mm, if you go back and sick. look at that play, you had uh, Ayuk and McLeod running downfield with Christian and mm-hmm. setting up the blocks to put Christian in the end zone and, and give him a, a the path and the push. Like that's the kind of thing that. That you want to see week one from a from a championship caliber team, and mm-hmm. like that's going to be something that I feel like that team's going to rally around. It's going to definitely bring up that level of confidence offensively for everyone to do more of what they're what they're asked to do because receivers blocking like that you don't see often at the pro level. So um, mm-hmm. for me, that Niners Steelers game was was impressive for a couple different reasons. Definitely, yeah, we had a great week one. It was exciting to watch, and I'm ready for week two. But before we can get there, we should talk about our Cave Sports Fantasy Football League. A lot of good ones there. And, you know, CD's nuts we like to make fun of, and Francis loves to give him shit for his 2016 of a team. (laughs) So let's go ahead and go down the full results. Naro, I want you to go ahead and just run it down for us here. 
All right, full chub, barely lost uh, to crumbling herb. That looks like that was the uh, the. Oh no, my man, CD's nuts. Had a little a sibling rivalry in this one. Yeah, hey, listen, the, the, I, I I tell you what, everyone did pretty decent except for me getting my uh, my butt whooped and uh, Gordon uh, getting his butt whooped. <laughs> uh, it looks like they were close games. Uh, Gordon Bombay slime five bucket one thirty one to one. To CD's nuts, losing by a couple. Uh, to California, Californication is that what that is? Exactly. <laughs> but my uh, abbreviation is four NC eight for fornicate. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Lance and Team Controller. Ernie Lance pulled out. Clever. And, uh, Jarrell's mask. Appreciate that one. Got me. <laughs> that, that was a tough week. I'd say. <laughs> but it definitely mean, was. It, this, this whole week one in the NFL was kind of a shocker to everybody. There was a lot of things mm-hmm. that off. So these fantasy, um, you know, picks and drafts kind of got thrown all out, and we got to start from scratch. And yeah, got to hit the got to hit the waiver wire wires right now. Yeah, that's where you make that's where you stay in it. Um, mm-hmm. Your sometimes your picks aren't going to keep you, and then you find out your fucking picks suck, and then there's someone, there's a gem in there, mm-hmm. and we're going to get to that. But before we get to that, I actually want to highlight Slime Bucket. This guy's team is crazy. Yeah, I, I've been watching his lineup. Um, Dog, he's auto drafted too. That's what pissed me off too. <laughs> was that auto draft? Because he was, was like, auto draft. Oh my god, saved by the auto draft, yeah. huh? bro. Now we know the, the, the right? this guy knows the hacks. <laughs> auto draft and you're fine. <laughs> oh man, it has, he had Tua, he had Tua and Tyreek, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. This guy was double stacking, but regardless, speaking of the waiver wire, Francis. Anything that sticks out to you as far as gems that people sh- are sleeping on right now? Um, well, it's already Wednesday, so I think people it's pretty sh- much are, done. Are pretty much yep. done. But there's a couple people. Uh, Kyron Williams on the Rams mm-hmm. uh, speaks volumes. He got a lot. Of, he out. He out touched. He out touched uh, Cam Akers by a whole lot. Puka uh, mm-hmm. uh, Nakua, rookie wide receiver out of the Rams as well. Uh, he kind of. I. I, I, I kinda got him last last week. Um but for anyone that has him on the waiver wire, so pick him up. He's able to separate from defenders a lot better than Van Jefferson. So take advantage while Cooper Cup's out. We don't know when Cooper Cup's coming back. Mm-hmm. Um another guy I like is uh Zay Jones at the Jags. Uh I think he's kinda taking over that wide receiver two spot uh versus Christian Kirk, but uh not for sure yet, because Christian Kirk does have a good rapport with T. Law. Uh, mm-hmm. Someone you might want to add still, if you don't have Christian Kirk, just see how it goes throughout the season. Um, and then one of the 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 Baltimore situation is kind of up in the air. You want to get either Gus Edwards or Justice Hill, but there's a lot of rumblings saying that they're going to uh, uh, promote Melvin Gordon from the practice squad to the starting lineup or they might pick up kareem hunt <laughs> so i wouldn't if you if you're in an faab if you're a fab you got money i wouldn't spend any money on justice hill or gus edwards right now um but if right. you're in one of those just regular waiver wire situations it wouldn't hurt to pick them up and see where it goes and just leave them on the bench for for a few weeks and see what the what the ravens do but those are some of mine uh, off the top um did you guys have anything um any players in mind that I missed? I, I got one. Um, okay. He's a he's a solid uh, wide receiver too. Usually, mm-hmm. um, but seeing how week one went, 
not many looks went Debo Samuel's way. Mm-hmm. Um, and Debo was supposed to be coming into the season hot. Um, Brandon Ayuk came in really hot um, mm-hmm. this first game. So I'm not saying throw him in there yet because it could have just been you know, some attention coming off of Debo that was shifted to um, Ayuk. But uh, pay attention to uh, to Ayuk for uh, maybe the next week or so because he might be staying in that uh, receiver one spot. Mm-hmm. Um, for, for the other one that I would say just watch um, is your boy Pickens. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deontay Johnson's out for three to four weeks with a hamstring in. Pickens is, I personally think, and not just for the Steelers fan, I personally think that Pickens is the most talented receiver on the field currently for any team. Now, he's got some maybe route things that he might got to learn, obviously. But pay attention in the next couple of weeks because, and this is something that I've been thinking about for maybe this season. If Pickens can kind of grab hold, there might be a shift to wide receiver one, wide receiver two in, in, um, in Pittsburgh. So he might be a solid flex to kind of just get in there. Right. Cool. I like that one. Like, yeah. Um, before moving on from this, Zach, do you have any must starts and you your week two bus? <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, week two must starts. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, like uh, Naro mentioned, mm-hmm. um, he's probably a must start at this point. Uh, although last year it seemed like. Um, if Ayuk wasn't having a good game, then it was Debo's game. If Debo wasn't having a good game, it was Ayuk's game. Like they kind of went back and forth. So um, mm-hmm. I kind of expect a good Debo performance um, this this week. But you got to really uh, invest in Ayuk. And and you know, like I, I want to spotlight these kind of guys because yeah, like you're not gonna like it's so easy to be like yeah, start Stephon Diggs. You know, start freaking. Lamar Jackson at quarterback, like that's easy stuff. But like these deeper, deeper dives are the ones I like to focus on. Um, I, I've also been seeing, uh, um, and this is kind of risky, but Mike Williams, I feel like, is going to be mm. having a big game this weekend in Tennessee. Uh, he's another receiver that I would be on. Uh, uh, I would put some eggs in the basket for for a start. Um, running backs wise, pay attention to the injury reports. Um, uh, Kenneth Gainwell was already ruled out for Thursday, so mm-hmm. um, I know it's kind of risky, but uh, I'd probably go DeAndre Swift this week mm-hmm. uh, in a pinch yeah. if you're needing yeah, to start a, a, a running back. Uh, tight end is a crapshoot. Not going to touch tight end yet. Uh, need a mm-hmm. couple more weeks to figure that one out. Um, and then quarterback, you're starting to. I mean, he probably wasn't drafted as a starter, but quarterback, you're starting him as long as he's healthy. Mm-hmm. Um so those are a couple of guys that I'm probably going to be putting uh, a lot of stock in for week two. Oh, yeah. Those. Yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong with those good names. Um, but like what Francis was touching on with Melvin Gordon coming on, I'm going to tell you right now, don't pick him up because he doesn't know how to hold on to a fucking football. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, he's, even if they bring him up, it's probably going to be for nothing, <sighs> nothing special. It's just mm-hmm. really insurance mm-hmm. at this point. So, did uh, sorry, Naro. Did you have something to say? Did I cut you off on that? 
I was also going to say, uh, kind of keep an eye out on uh, Shahid over at the Saints. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he had a, a really decent week one. Uh, Derek Carr is looking fan beautiful mm-hmm. over at the Saints. I was I loved the the football throw at the at the end of the game, kind of prove you know his little fu to the Raiders organization. You yes. know, still got it. Loved that. But Shahid, uh, kind of pay attention to him. Michael Thomas and and um, Olave, uh, uh, Olave are over there too. Uh, but Shahid kind of showed out this week, so. I'm not saying go ahead and start him. I'm not saying go ahead and throw him in the flex yet because you do have Olave, you do have Michael Thomas. Um, but hey, keep an eye out. Definitely worth a bench spot at least. Yeah, you know. Um, so with the fantasy football league all covered up, we're going to move on and talk about week two. Obviously, tomorrow. Um, I don't, was it the Vikings Eagles or tomorrow, right? That's yes, sir. That's who's facing off tomorrow. So, Francis, since it's your Eagles, I'd like you to just go ahead and give us a rundown on how you see that game playing out. Give us the honors. Oh, you already know. I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> I'm already going Eagles. Uh, I'm going with the Eagles on this one. Prime time, first game, first game, uh, home home opener. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, if if no one believed in Kirk Cousins, I mean. It should be even more so now. They, Kirk Cousins lost to the to the Bucks last week. He had like two fumbles and like two interceptions against the Bucks defense. That's you know still pretty decent. Um, but then now they're going against the Eagles defense, who is like top three, four defense. Mm-hmm. I don't see Vikings, uh, you know, keeping up at all in this game. Uh, I think Jalen Hurts is. Eagles had a really ugly game last week, but they played against a stout Patriots defense in New in Foxborough. Uh, they were able to grind one out. Uh, they made some mistakes, but you know you just you learn from it and you move on. And I think I think it's going to be a blowout to be honest. But who knows, man? I thought I thought the fucking I thought the I thought those Niners were going to keep it close, and they blew out the Steelers. I thought. Browns are gonna lose by like one point. They they won. So who fucking knows? If the Eagles if the Eagles lose by twenty tomorrow, then I wouldn't be surprised anymore at this point. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, you heard it from an e- from an Eagles fan, so yeah. I don't see it. I don't see it happening, but I won't be surprised because NFL is weird. Any given Sunday, in this case, it's at any given Thursday. <laughs> right. So. Kirk Cousins is not a real starting quarterback. <laughs> Wait, say that again? Yeah, you got to say that again. Kirk Cousins is not a real starting quarterback. Don't uh, ever rely on the man for anything. <laughs> <laughs> he loses prime time like it's his job. Yes, that's facts. I, I watch quarterback on Netflix and I kind of have a soft spot for him now just to like, I want to do a, okay, but not this Thursday no he's gonna get sacked a lot of times well um, so after speaking of week two I wanted to go down that run down that schedule sorry I want to run down that schedule Naro do we have that schedule up that we can you can run it down for us do we have a slide for that oh of course I got it pulled up Um, alright so week two we got tomorrow Vikings and Eagles we already got our there um sunday depending on where you are could be morning game and or one o'clock game mm-hmm. um you got uh, another afc north matchup a uh, ravens Bengals, um hawks versus lions 
Uh, Colts Texans. There's a really uneventful game. Um, <laughs> Bears Bears Pack. Uh, Bears Bucks. My bad. Uh, Chiefs Jags. That'll be a fun game to watch, guys. I'm mm-hmm. going to watch mm-hmm. that game. Uh, Packers Falcons Raiders Bills. Those are all your morning slash 1 p.m. games. Um, Chargers Titans Niners Rams. That'll be a fun game to watch. Um, Giants Cardinals. That will be an uneventful game. Don't watch that one. Um, <laughs> Appreciate the honesty. <laughs> uh, and then you got the Redskins. I mean, Commanders versus Broncos. Redskins. <laughs> yeah. Um, what is guys? There's the John uh, Redcorns. There you go. <laughs> uh, Dolphins Patriots Sunday night football, and this week, guys, there is two Monday night football games. So, Steelers. Uh, and Brown Steelers. Steelers are Ooh. good in prime time. That's going to be a good one. There you go. There honestly. You go. There you go. Now, aside from obviously, well, Naro telling you what games not to watch, <laughs> any much any must watch games for you, Zach? Uh, honestly, for week two, I'm looking forward to see how the Jets respond against the Cowboys. Uh, personally, um, Chiefs Jaguars seems to be the game of the week mm-hmm. for me. Um, very interested to see how that goes. Uh, Ravens Bengals will be another sol- solid AFC slug fest, like Naro said. So, um, you know, those are probably the three I'm going to highlight today or this Sunday. Uh, um, but uh, Dolphins Patriots should be fun and. In Foxborough, Center Night Football, but uh, good games on schedule to look out for. Nice, yeah, I think I agree. I, those are those were the kind of games I was I wanted to circle in and try and catch. Uh, Francis, any potential upsets you're kind of hoping would happen in this week? I really think the Jets have a chance to upset the Cowboys in Dallas. Uh, I mean, I don't know if they'll win, but the line is that. The line is at nine for, for the Cowboys, and I think the Jets, mm-hmm. you know, coming off a great win, and I think they just have a chip on their shoulder even more now. Like all this hype around them, now they lose their quarterback, everyone's counting them out. Mm-hmm. I think they're they're gonna come into Dallas and spank the Cowboys. Um, that's my opinion. That's a potential upset that I see. Um, besides that, I don't really see any other. The lines of this week are actually very close, like almost top to bottom. I mean, Bears, really? Bucks are close. Uh, the Packers, Falcons is a close. They're like minus one. Mm-hmm. Colts, Texans is, I don't even know. I think that's a peak. That's a pick'em uh, line. Uh, Chiefs, Jags are obviously. Um, yeah, that's only that's that's really the only upset that I see potentially happening. I don't mm-hmm. see car. I don't see Cardinals upsetting the Giants. I don't see the Titans upsetting the Chargers. Um, and everything else is like a close game, and at least that's what Vegas has it at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I personally just want to see how that Brown Steelers game is going to turn out, yeah. just because yeah. those games are always fun to watch, right? Mm-hmm. And Nara over here, you need that win, but let's see if Deshaun Watson really is the shit. <laughs> but. I want to beat the absolute dog shit out of <laughs> Of course you do. This is that was disgusting. Mm-hmm. Right, of course. Now, now that week two is out of the way, I wanted to talk to Francis and give you the spotlight here and just talk about 
your picks and how you're coming in this week? Is there anything that you want to give our viewers to say, hey, this is what I'm looking at? Go ahead. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, I'm trying to be a little more selective now. nowadays. I had a two years ago, three years ago, I was kind of just happy-go-lucky. I didn't do much research, but now I'm looking into lines now, trying to do a little more homework. Um, I talked about it already earlier in this segment, but the Jets... Uh, the Jets. Where, where the hell is going on? Sorry, guys. Yeah, Jets. I really like the Jets at plus ten. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's at nine and a half right now. So by the hook, um, I think they're going to keep it close. I wouldn't put my money on the money line, mm-hmm. um, but it would be fun if you want to sprinkle some action on there. But I think their defense is going to keep them close. I don't see Cowboys um, beating that stout defense by more than ten points. So. Gotcha. That's like my favorite one of the week. Um, we also got uh, Chargers. I like them. Chargers minus two and a half. I think the line's at three, so by the hook, just in case they win by a field goal. Uh, I don't see the Titans keeping up with the Chargers at all. I think it's kind of disrespectful that the line is two and a half. Uh, I don't think the Titans have any answer for the Chargers offense. Um, and I don't think the Titans' offense is much of a – is much of a show either. I mean, yes, they have D Hop, but Tannehill uh, had a lot of wide open looks last week that he completely missed or overthrew yeah. some of his uh, his receivers. So, I I don't I don't see this being close at all. And I think Chargers take this one on the road. And you already know I got to end it. Eagles minus four and a half. I think the line's at six. I like to buy points personally. Just I mm-hmm. like to drink the juice a little bit and and get that. So it's at minus. I think the Minus four and a half line is at like minus 150. You got to bet like 30 bucks to win 20, 150 to win 100, whatever. Do the math, but I think that's a lock. Um, so those are my three favorite picks. Um, if you're into, uh, this is not on the slides, but if you like to do prop bets, I also like um, Tyreek Hill anytime touchdown. I think there's some juice on that too, but I, I, I think there's that's going to happen eventually. So. Yeah, those are my picks for the week. I hope you ride with me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a better job uh, by keeping myself accountable with this weekly show, guys. So mm-hmm. we'll keep track of my records. I hope I do well for the viewers and the listeners. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna keep myself yeah. accountable and try to do more homework on these lines. That way, uh, we can try to make some money this this NFL season and be in the green and not in the red. Of course. <laughs> are there any games in particular you want to tell people to just? avoid flat out so they don't even bother that game yeah don't do not bet on colts and texans i i mean unless you're a colts or texas fan there's no reason to bet on that game because <laughs> you just don't know where it's gonna go it could be a blow it could be close i don't fucking mm-hmm. know just there's no tell of what that line's gonna be and i also want to stay away from what's the other line that i saw sorry guys let me just put my line sheet real quick uh, where is that? Yeah, I also want to stay away from the Cardinals Giants game. Um, I mean, Giants can possibly it's a minus five and a half, but the over under is forty. I could I could honestly see that game going over forty and Giants coming back from having a turnaround. But mm-hmm. after that horrible Cowboys loss, but it's also possible it goes under. And I don't like the line at five and a half. It was like if it was Giants minus two. I would I would say lean Giants, but mm-hmm. I don't know. After that ugly loss, I can see them winning, but not by a lot. It's just stay away from those two games for sure. 
All right. Yeah. Now for the for the people that are watching that are super into just a high risk, high reward. What is your high risk, high reward? Oh, the high risk, high reward is my Rams. Uh, I I think uh, the Rams money line at home. I think they're riding the wave. Like I said high risk, high reward. It's against the Niners. Who knows? I mean, Niners can come into LA and definitely uh, whoop that ass. But I think. Uh, the Rams defense is still, you know, mid-tier solid, and I feel like being at home gives them uh, some some type of leeway. Like I said, Zach is shaking his head. I, I, <laughs> it's high risk, high reward, Zach. I'm not taking the I'm not taking the the Rams, but if you have a little money to sprinkle, your 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 commission bonus came in, and you got like twenty bucks to spare, thirty bucks, a hundred bucks, whatever your money you're making for the Rams, it's a home game for the Niners. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I mean, but the thing is, the Rams have been playing in these environments for the last four years already. Mm-hmm. I don't think it matters to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if anything, that gives them, it gives Aaron Donald extra juice. I, I think everyone counted them out last week against the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, the Rams can surprise, have the potential, high risk, high reward. That's what I would do if I had some extra cash to, to sprinkle on a little, on a high risk, high reward type of investment. But yeah. Let me, uh, let me ask you, how do you see the Lions Seahawks? Lions Seahawks, dude, I like that game. I I want to. I'm leaning Lions on that one. I think the line. Let me see. The line on that one is Lions are minus five and they're at home. I think they're riding the. They're right. They're they're amped up. They beat the Chiefs uh, home opener. I don't see, and they have extra rest. They had the Thursday game last week. Mm-hmm. Now they're extra rest going and going back to Detroit. And I don't see the Seahawks. I mean, the line might be a little too high. I mean, the, the spread might be a little too high for some people to want to bet on a week two matchup. So if you want to throw Lions in a parlay, um, I think that's a guaranteed lock if you want to do a parlay. Uh, but yeah, minus five. I, I would lean it. I'm not picking them for sure because the Seahawks are still the Seahawks. Uh, they surprised a lot of people last year, but it's a real test to see if Geno Smith can can come back after a tough loss against the Rams at home in Seattle of course. and go back on the road. So I do like the Lions in that one, though, for sure. Definitely. Right. Definitely going for the Lions in that one. Mm-hmm. Well, for anyone else listening, that's your betting tips for week two now francis you know hmm. it's not financial advice but it's not financial advice <laughs> play with money play with funny money play with money you're yeah. you know you don't want you don't want to if you plan on eating out you don't feel like eating out put it on put it on the chargers yeah. <laughs> don't don't bet what you can't lose yeah, i'm just exactly. gonna put it that way so yeah. bet responsibly please yes. but yeah. also have fun with it you know mm-hmm. don't it's mm-hmm. not that serious but yeah exactly before we wrap this up, I actually just wanted to go ahead and do, uh, as we were joking around, uh, the quick hitters. <laughs> <laughs> quick hitters. Uh, where we're just going to go down to the, the week two. We're going to pick our winners, and we're going we're gonna to talk about it next week, see if we were we got that right or an upset. Fuck that up for us, right? So <laughs> let's put that schedule back up, and let's run it down. Oh, producer. <laughs> All right, let's run it down. Vikings, Eagles, who you got, Naro? Uh, that's an easy one. I got the Eagles. Definitely. Eagles, I think, are the obvious choice here, right? 
Yes, sir. Eagles. I think it's just unanimous. I'm just going to answer for you guys, all Eagles, unless Zach is like Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not choosing the Vikings. So. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> Zach. <laughs> all right. he's, on, he's on another planet right now, so the, the transmission time is a little... Yeah. <laughs> Bears Buccaneers. That's a... Uh, who cares for that one, right? Who cares? I mean, unless you're a Baker Mayfield fan. <laughs> what do you guys got going for that? I actually got the Bears on that one. Yeah, I'm going to take the Bears on that one, too. Bears. Yeah, Bears. I feel like the Buccaneers could win this because mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield's got... He wants to shut everyone up. Everyone's calling him Johnny Manziel 2.0, right? So mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. fuck that. I'm still in the league. Nah, he's definitely better than Johnny. I hate you. can't stand that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he's better than Johnny Manziel. Put some respect on that, but... He still it hasn't been that great for me. Mm-hmm. Ravens Bengals is Ooh. is this uh Kevin McAllister Joe Burrow's gonna come back or we're gonna see this, this gonna be fun mm-hmm. fun and tough game to watch. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's gonna be uh, an AFC North thrashing. I got the Bengals coming out on top. I think they're gonna bounce back from last last week for sure. Definitely. Uh, I'm going to take the Ravens on this one. I still think this might be a, a two-week thing for the Bengals to recover from with Joe Burrow being out uh, during training camp. But like I said earlier, they're, they're going to bounce back and be fine. But I think they're going to start the season 0-2. I got the Bengals taking this. I feel like just Joe, Joe Burrow is going to definitely want to come back from that. Mm-hmm. You can tell he's not happy with that result. They're supposed to beat the Browns. But, hey, shit happens, right? Mm-hmm. Packers-Falcons. Whew. Oh, I got the Smackers on this one. Yeah, I'm going with the Smackers, too. Uh, I think their defense is a lot more stout uh, than the Falcons' defense. Uh, both offenses are kind of whatever, so I'm going with the better defense. Yeah, um, I'm going with Packers, too. I think Jordan Love is definitely showing that he could, he might be able to take that team further than I expected. I thought he was just going to be a bust and they're going to go through a quarterback search for the next few years, but... Jordan Love might be might be a guy for them, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we'll see. Packers definitely over the Falcons. Colts at Texans. Two rookie quarterbacks. Uh, 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 Colts, I guess. I, I'm gonna go Texans because I thought they played a little bit better last week. So, but. Who fucking knows? It's two rookie quarterbacks. <laughs> I'm going to take a nap during that game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever wins, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> Chiefs-Jaguars. This one is, could be a good one. It's going to be a good game. I got um, – if Kelsey's back, I got a uh, bounce back on the Chiefs. If Kelsey is not back, I actually have Jags sticking. Same. I agree with Naro. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, if Kelsey's back, Chiefs for sure. Uh, he opens up their offense a lot. Their defense has to focus on that particular player. But when he's not on the field, it's a little more shaky for the offense. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm with Naro. Yep. Definitely Chiefs are going to – I think Chiefs will take that because you saw in week one how much Mahomes relies on Kelsey for those – um, he's it's pretty much a security blanket. All yes. those drop passes, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, you know, in those instances, he wished he could turn to Kelsey. So if Kelsey's back, I think it's it's Chiefs. They got that one in the bag. I'm I sorry, did I cut you off, Naro? 
Uh, yeah, I heard. Uh, I heard Ocho was talking about coming back to uh, um, out of retirement again. <laughs> he needed a, a receiver. Ocho, <laughs> you gotta stop eating McDonald's first. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I mean, we've seen a lot of crazy things happen. If Ocho single comes back, damn, maybe Randy Moss will come back. <laughs> Chargers at Titans. Chargers. Chargers is the. Yeah, I feel like that's a that's an easy one to kind of roll in there. Yeah. Now we've got the Raiders and the Bills. Who are you taking, Aro? Ah, God, the Bills have not been looking good through preseason and this mm-hmm. game one. They just have been looking a little shaky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I still give it to the Bills because they are a more developed team than the crappy ass Raiders. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> listen, if Jimmy G can keep that Raiders ugly, I don't know what's going on over there. But I don't know. Maybe maybe the 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 Raiders come out top, but I got Bills right now. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Bills on that one too. Bills definitely. Josh Allen, he needs. He's gonna have his comeback game. Everyone's kind of like, "What the hell happened to Josh Allen?" I said he's not. He's not done. That's that was just a terrible game. But definitely, you're gonna see. He's still. He's still an elite quarterback against the Raiders. Zach, who you have going on here? Uh, I got Bills. I think they're gonna bounce back and uh, beat the Raiders. And you know, give a reality check to the Raiders. As well, um, I know they're coming off the high against uh, Denver, but Bills are going to take this one. They're going to ride the ship. Seahawks, Lions. We talked about this in the picks, and this one. Yeah. I got Detroit coming in on top. I, I I know that the Seahawks aren't god awful. Mm-hmm. I hope, I like Geno Smith. I really hope that he does well. But uh, the I like the Lions head coach. I like yeah. They are yeah. they are starting to look okay. Yeah, it's not mm-hmm. there. Yeah, I like the lines in this one too. That's an easy call for me. Mm-hmm. Zach, yep, lines at home. Lions, I definitely have the lines. I like the lines. They've been that that bottom team for years. I want to see them, you know, be up there in the conversation where a respectable team. Like I, I wish Megatron was still playing, but right around this time, imagine if he had if he was on this team. I think the lines would be way up there at this point, but. Mm-hmm. It's a different time now, and I think the Lions definitely have have a pretty bright future, and I hope this season we get to see exactly where they're going with this team. 49ers-Rams. This is our high-risk, high-reward. You already know I'm going to go Rams just to just to piss off Zach right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go Rams. God, That's fine. You do you. I'm on your own. In all seriousness, I think the Niners is going uh, to be a happy win. If I'm betting on the Rams, I'm picking the Rams. Give me the Niners. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, but if, like I said, if you're betting on the Rams, you better hope the Rams win. But if not, the Niners are taking that game for sure. Yeah. Giants at Cardinals. Oh, A Town Project. What's up, Alan? Go Rams. I don't know about this. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Giants Uh, Cardinals. Josh Dobbs is gonna win the strike. (laughs) Cardinals are just not. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm picking the Giants too. Mm -hmm. Giants is is, uh, the obvious pick here, but it's just like this. It's not a game to really be excited about, in my Mm -hmm. opinion. I'm not. Mm -hmm. Who cares? (laughs) Jets Cowboys. I know we talked about this earlier. Would be great to see the Jets come in and say, "Yeah, we lost Aaron Rodgers, 
but we're still a great team without him. So I have the Jets going in there and winning that. I'm picking I, the Jets too. Picking the Jets. I think I'm going with the Cowgirls. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Give me the Milf Hunter and the Jets, baby. Hey, let's go. Hey, <laughs> Benny and the Jets. <laughs> I know, Aaron, I know you're probably watching. You're going to watch a recap. I already know who you're picking the Cowboys. So, mm. <laughs> Commanders, Broncos, go Broncos. We're, I'm going with the Broncos on this one. Broncos. Obvious pick. <laughs> I'm going to go Broncos, too. I, don't, I think the Commanders are okay. But this is going to be an ugly game to watch, too. Commanders' defense is pretty stout as well, but mm-hmm. I don't think their offense is going to do much against the Broncos in Mile High Stadium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Commanders. Anything from you, Zach? Commanders? Stand <laughs> <laughs> up, One baby. Word. Who are we, the Commanders? <laughs> <laughs> of course you're going to go Commanders. <laughs> Dolphins at Patriots. Dolphins. I got, I got fins coming through with this one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Give me the Pat Riots. Dolphins is the, <laughs> the Pat Riots. <laughs> or as my dad would call yeah, it, the Patriots. The Patriots. Yeah. Saints, Panthers. I got the Saints going there. I want to see Derek Carr really shine this season yeah. because yeah. I've always respected him as a quarterback, just didn't like him because he was a Raider. But I think the Saints is where he's going to rejuvenate this career. Yes, picking the Saints. This is the Saints division for them to lose. So I got the Saints in this one. Give me the Panthers. Saints are on the road, out of the dome. I'll take the Panthers. It's kind of a similar thing I have with the Seahawks. Seahawks aren't at home. Give me whoever they're playing. So I'll take Panthers. Okay. All right. I respect that. Brown Steelers, Naro. This is your shit right here. We got <laughs> there, right you there. Go. there you go. Terrible title. Uh, is that toilet paper? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> this is the most respected towel in the league, sir. <laughs> oh, no, that's a that's a terrible towel for sure. <laughs> Did you wipe Jerome Bettis' ass with that shit? And <laughs> oh, hey, Bettis ass juice on your head. There you go. <laughs> I'm a I'm a rock with Naro though. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna go with Steelers in this one. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go Steelers too. Steelers definitely gonna take this game. Um, well, that pretty much wraps up our show. Anything you guys want to add on to week two that we missed before we let this go? Mm. Oh, uh, I haven't seen many ref fighting going on this the, in week one, which is kind of surprising. So that is true. Let's see how the the refs do in week two. That's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, not a lot. Yeah, yeah. I just know a lot. Not a lot of questionable calls in week one. Uh, so yeah, let's hope they keep it up in week two. All right. Well, this wraps up our week one coverage for the football season with Cave Sports. Uh, so before I set let everyone go for tonight, just want to plug in and tell you guys that. To keep in touch with us on our website, go to k4v3.com. Again, that's k4v3.com. You can find our Discord and all our social media on there. As far also, we have merch coming up on there, so make sure you're staying up to date with that. We're on Twitter, Spotify for the podcast, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. We are, we are on everything, so you can find us by just searching us k4v3. 
And so to wrap this up, we have legit Naro with his terrible towel on his. <laughs> we got feel the burn, and we got Francis. Thank you guys for tuning in. We hope to see you next week, and we definitely have a lot more to talk about. I'm, I'm sure every week is something new. Uh, we're definitely going to see how accurate Francis' picks were. Um, <laughs> Zach, obviously, is pretty close with his analysis, so I'm hoping to see that translate into the results of these games. And Naro, I hope your Steelers get that win against the Browns. That should be <laughs> that should be a gifted win for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> So that's it for tonight. I'm proper, or you can call me Jermaine. That's what everyone else calls me. We're out. Catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace. Fly, Eagles, fly. My internet's like Aaron Rodgers' Achilles. Just ruptured.